Hi, welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. This is your host, Cherie. Today, you're going to meet Shelly Mache. Shelly is one of the speakers for the Single Moms of Faith Burning Bright, Not Burning Out conference. Shelly will be speaking on two sessions, Your Ex is Not the Problem, Your Brokenness is, Five Ways to Release the Pain, and she'll also be speaking on the Navigating Co-Parenting panel. Her session is, It's a Disaster, Three Reasons Why Co-Parenting Will Never Work for You. You will not want to miss this interview. Shelly is so inspiring, so encouraging, and I absolutely know you will be blessed by this interview. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. This is your host, Cherie, and today I am here with the lovely Shelly Machette, one of the speakers for the Single Moms of Faith Burning Bright, Not Burning Out Conference, which is literally tomorrow. So Shelly, thank you for joining me on the eve of. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for the invite. I appreciate it. Oh, you're so more than welcome. So Shelly, you are many things. You're a certified life (laughs) purpose coach. You're a self-awareness expert and international speaker. You have books. You have an organization called the Power Power, wait, powerful woman, right? Powerful woman. Powerful. Yes, powerful. Powerful, which I love. (laughs) So tell our listeners who is Shelly Machette? (laughs) Well, um, it's Machette. 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 I'm so Mm -hmm. sorry, Shelly. That's all right. I I tell you, somebody said um, I could be Shelly Machette because I slice up you know, get, get to the, to the root of stuff, slice up all, all, everything. So I'm like, I'm gonna go for that. So if right. somebody says that, it reminds me of what the person says. So I'm all for it. I'm okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, in a, in a nutshell, just uh, me, myself, I am a wife, a mom, just to throw, throw out the titles. I am a cheerleader for my fellow woman. I help women get unstuck discover their their God-given purpose, and confidently pursue their dreams. There's so much that we have within us as women. There's so many things that God has given us. There's so many roles that we take on. Sometimes we don't know which way to start. Sometimes we get stuck in it. Sometimes we're laying down and going, is there more than just our titles? And so that that's what I do. I help women see beyond those things so that they can confidently walk in who they've been called to be. And it's exciting. Yes. Um, it's something that I enjoy. I love to see that spark in a woman's eye when she goes, aha. I, mm-hmm. I love to hear that, ooh, you know, in her voice. I believe when we come together as women, we can do absolutely any anything. On yes. a more personal note, I'm just a laid back woman who enjoys life and who wants to be able to live and walk in her purpose as God has called. It's the simple things. Right, right. Sometimes we over um, complicate things. Yes. Right. Like we overcomplicate things. And when we rest into hearing what God's will is for us, I feel like once you're in alignment, things start happening, right? Yes. I mean, now you do have to have some action behind that because I think we are ordained, (laughs) right. We're ordained to like participate, I believe. Um, Oh yeah. But, but I mean, with that being said, I think when we stop and stop overcomplicating things and really just um, listen to what God puts in our hearts, Mm -hmm. in our minds, you know, you're right. There's something beautiful about that and bringing women together. You know, that's really the purpose of this conference is to um, 
really encourage and inspire women, right? Whether you're a single mom or not, but whether just to inspire and encourage women to really know that they are here to do God's work, whatever Mm -hmm. that may be, right? And whatever Whatever service that that is, and not to be timid and not step into that power. So that's why I love your organization and how it's spelled. So tell, tell us a little bit about that. The powerful woman was actually birthed out of me trying to find what my purpose was. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up doing a nonprofit called Rooted for Life. And, you know, I won't go into the backstory of how that started. But what happened is I was doing something. I was I was enjoying it. So I thought um, it was beneficial. Kids were enjoying it. The parents who were there were enjoying it. It was great um, for for the community. But as time went on, you know, when you're walking in purpose, even though mm-hmm. it can be difficult, frustrating, hard, everything not coming together, there's a liveliness that's still in you. There's a push that's still there. Um, there, There's a part of you that that's like, I can't wait to get up, even though it's frustrating. All of that was gone. And mm-hmm. every time that I had to get up and participate in that nonprofit, I was like, oh, it's, it's Saturday again. Yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> And it it just was not there. I began asking God, like, what is it? What is the problem? I'm doing something good. I'm doing something for Mm -hmm. the community. I'm, I'm helping, you know, what is it? Why do I feel like this is not it? Why do I feel like I'm so unfulfilled? Why do I feel like I, as much as I love the kids, I don't want to do this. Right. Right. God said to me, you're doing the right thing, but for the wrong person. Mm. Interesting. And it, it was because I was like, well, what you, what you mean, Jesus? What? <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, talk to your girl. Right. And he had to take me back to who did I love? Who was mm-hmm. I most passionate about? And it was not about kids. I was most passionate about women and right. women coming into who they are and women being able to self-reflect and to look at themselves and to accept responsibility yeah. or their actions, whether those actions are great actions, whether they're destructive actions. That was what um, woke me up in the morning. That's what mm-hmm. got me excited. I, I was drawn to women that had broken pieces because I had had broken pieces. And if you touch on some level, something might still, you know, have a crack yeah. in it. I, I'm right. not perfect, but right. I was drawn to that. And God put me in the places where, where women were. And mm-hmm. so through that, I told God, I said, I just want women to be able to come together and just feel loved. And that is where the conference came from. I didn't even think about it for two seconds at all. I literally was like, you know what? Yay. I'm going to do a conference. Novice. (laughs) We just don't wake up and do things like that. Come on, think about it a little. It sounds very familiar. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just like, yay, go outside. But I I, I did. I got up. I did that conference. I was stressed. I was pulling out Mm -hmm. my hair. You know, I I was like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. I'm never going to do this again. And as soon as I would finish doing something, I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. And and my family's like, you're never doing it again, huh? (laughs) I can relate. (laughs) At each milestone, even though I was like, I'm dying over here each mm-hmm. milestone. I was like, this is exhilarating guys. Right. So I, I knew that that's where it was. And I've been pushing ever since I love women. I love empowering women. I love seeing women turn into the, the butterflies that they are. Yeah. I love watching women fly. There's never going to be a day that I don't love women. 
Oh, I love that. And you know, it's so interesting when you were talking about, um, you know, how, how your passion really was women and not the children. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing against kids, but that was your passion. No, 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 nothing against this. But you know, what's interesting. I was thinking about how, you know, and not obviously all women, because all women don't have children, but I mean, when you feed into women and when you invest in them and when you encourage them, that trickles down, if they do have children into their children. Right. So it's kind of like this ongoing flow. And Mm -hmm. I love that. I mean, because I think as women, just in general, right, we are supposed to be mentors towards each other. Oh, definitely. And, definitely. I, you know, I mean, and it talks in the Bible about that um, in Titus. And, yes. you know, about how I, the wiser women are to yes. teach the, the young, exactly, the younger ones. But what's and so I wonderful? thought of, you know, when you're, when you were talking about your organization and mm-hmm. it, it makes me think of that, um, of that scripture <clears throat> and just the importance and the responsibility that we do have as women towards one another, right? Yes. Um, and, and building that community because um, yes. it's, it's hard for women, you know? And I don't want that to be a crutch, but I think that we have to continually be intentional about uplifting yes. one another, right? There's a lot and, of responsibilities that we, that we take yeah, on. Yeah. There's a lot. You know? But even when you talked about um, women who have children that, that we're able to pour back into them, even mm-hmm. for those who don't have children, you're able to take that and pour it into your community. You're able exactly. to take that and pour it into your nieces and nephews. You're able to take that and pour it into um, children at church. So the responsibility exactly. is so much greater right. you know, when we're talking about being able to use our gifts, uplift people, empower people, walk in, in what God has called us to be. It mm-hmm. trickles not just to those that are in our immediate family, but if you don't have that, it trickles around us. Exactly. And you know what? And that's where change occurs, right? Exactly. It's not necessarily, you know, the huge things. It's those little seeds that we Mm -hmm. plant. And those are are the, yeah, the little seeds and they start to grow. And, and, you know, that's the idea of, I think, community. It's not a buzzword that we've come. So I think, and I, you know, for me, and I, especially as a single, as a single parent, you know, I kind of was under the um, kind of lone ranger kind mm-hmm, of, uh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because it's, you're taking on everything. You're trying to be very um, independent and, but you know, you need that community and it's not yes. a buzzword. It's really a lifeline. You definitely need that community. And you know what? And it's something that we shouldn't feel guilty about. When I yes. um, was raising my daughter, I almost kind of felt guilty that I wanted to get away from her. You know, I Mm -hmm. I was like, um, I want to spend time away from you. But I felt guilty about saying that because I thought that I would be judged. I thought people would be like, well, you know, children are beautiful. And why would you want to be away from Because I'm with her all day. That's why (laughs) I I want her to go for just 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And so what I found is that we need to, to stop making it seem like as parents that we're um, we're wrong for needing our own time, our own space. That's still a mm-hmm. part of, of the whole self-care and being able to be the best parent. I have to be the best me. Right. And sometimes that means being able to, you know, drop you off at a friend's house, you know, yeah. you being able to spend some time with your grandmother. Your grandmother miss you. Go see her. Exactly, right? Go see her. <laughs> Don't you want to spend the night? What? Tell me. I'll get you snacks. Yeah. I got everything for you. And me just being able to come home and watch a movie or get in a tub or do something that's by myself to rejuvenate so that I could be the best parent all over again. Right. 
Right. Because, you know, when you're worn out and burned out, mm -hmm. uh, you cannot be at your best. That's right. You can't even be at half your best, right? Like Exactly. And I mean, I think that's really important. And it's okay for your kids to see that, right? Exactly. Because it teaches them how to take care of themselves as mm -hmm. well. It's um, a positive thing. Yes. It's a positive thing. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, and I think too often, like you said, there's that mom guilt that we um absorb that's not ours right that's like right. society stereotypes and judgments yes. on women yes um, and it's interesting it really is a double standard i mean because i don't see men having that same um kind of label put on them when they mm -hmm. do take time mm -hmm. out for themselves and it's it's not about you know male bashing or anything in that way but i just noticed that there is a different standard and All so the time but that All doesn't mean that we have to um, absorb that, right? We don't you have to like don't. make that our standard. Exactly. We can create it. You know, you can, you can write your own chapters. You can write your own books. You get to decide what it looks like for you. Exactly. The way, the way you take care of yourself, the way you take care of your home, the way things flow for you, that that's something that you get to design and it mm -hmm. does not have to be influenced by someone else's standards. Yes. And we Speaking need to have that chapters. freedom, <laughs> you know? Speaking of, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, no, I was just going to say, speaking of chapters, you're also the author of how many, two books? Yes, I am the author of the book, 70 Days of Happy, Life is Better When You Smile, um, book and workbook. And then I am also the author of a quote book called Power Minds, Reflective Thoughts of a Power Woman and Her Legacies. That is what I refer to my children as my legacies. It helps me remember yes. that I am their example and mm -hmm. that I should be leaving something for them to step in. So I used to do quotes on Facebook, um, I think once or twice a week. And so uh -huh. people were always like, oh yeah, I like this quote. I like that quote. Oh, have you ever thought about, you know, putting it together? So I ended up making a, a quote book. And so That's I great. took some of my most popular quotes and I broke it down into this book. Um, you the woman so being able to speak life into you you mm -hmm. the woman of God being able to speak life into your relationship with Christ and then you your woman's fellow keeper being able to speak life into the women around you and I put those together oh that's lovely I love that thank you I love that I, and I love the whole idea of legacy um and, and you know I think even just in my life you know I my grandmother I always say, you know, she didn't leave a million dollars behind, but she left something way better, which is mm -hmm. a spiritual legacy, you know, yes. and I have letters that she wrote. Um, her brother was a pastor or a minister and they would write, they would study the scripture and then like, kind of like write these letters to each other about the scriptures. Wow. And I have hundreds of these letters. Wow. And it's just such a beautiful, like, you know, I was so close to her. So whenever I'm like, which I miss her every day, but I, you know, those letters are so precious to me, you know, and yes. just, so finding ways to leave that legacy mm -hmm. for your children and really even beyond your children, right? Like for mm -hmm. other women. And I mean, that's just, I love that idea. Yes, definitely. And that is beautiful. I love what you have. I'm going to tell my mama to write me a letter. I know, right? <laughs> I started writing scriptures that's in a beautiful. journal for my daughter. Um, so, you know, kind of the scripture and then like a little like personal love note to her. Wow. And I have to kind of intentionally remember to do it. And now that she's a freshman, I'm like, oh, I got to like get <laughs> back me, on this because it's been a minute. You a little something, something. I know. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I love it. So, yeah. So you have 
these three books out, right? You have your coaching and we are going to be, you guys are going to just be the people who are attending the conference are going to be just so blessed by your actual, um, session. So you, you're on a session, you have your own session and you also have a panel that you're participating on. I'm excited. I know. I know. I'm really excited. I, you know, I love, I love speaking. I love empowering. You know, I know you can't tell that I like to speak because I'm so quiet. I know know it's hard to really see. (laughs) But now every, every chance that I have to pour life into a woman, I am honored. Mm -hmm. So I am honored to be a part of this, especially considering that I was a single parent for seven, seven years, I think. So mm-hmm. I am honored to be able to share parts and pieces of the things that, that I've learned throughout that journey. Yeah. Yeah. And people are going to be so blessed by it. That's the women that attend are just going to be so blessed. And I know that. Um, let's talk about your session. Um, and the session is your ex is not the problem. Your brokenness is five yes. ways to release the pain. And now yes. you're speaking on Saturday at six o'clock PM Eastern time. Um, mm-hmm. And this is on the website, everyone. It's on the conference program. It's, it's a million different places. <laughs> but <laughs> It's out there, y'all. It's, it's out, out there. there. Yes. And I'm so <laughs> glad because that's actually the last session on Saturday. And I feel like this session was the perfect way to conclude the day um, because I, I'm a very big believer in looking at looking inward, right? Mm-hmm, and not mm-hmm. and taking accountability, but also really it's like some self-reflection. Um, so, but I don't know. So tell me what this session is going to be about and what our definitely what we're going to be talking about is the fact that many times when a relationship ends, you know, whichever way it is, if you've mm-hmm. never been married and you walk away, divorce, and even in in death there there's some things when we're trying to move forward that mm-hmm. we can't move forward and of course that doesn't relate to death in that particular right, um, instance right, because right. that's a totally different different area but right. what i'm saying is a lot of times what we think are problems with our ex what we think are problems with our child's father is problems within us because mm-hmm. we're being led by the brokenness within yeah. us And so we can't have a conversation because we're led by the anger because of the breakup or we can't sit down Mm -hmm. and create a plan because we're led by the jealousy that you've moved on and I haven't been able to, or we're led by the bitterness. We're led by frustration. We're led by exhaustion because we're single parents. Yeah. So what happens is it's really not the reason why you can't come together and co-parent is not always because you and your ex can't get along, but it's Mm -hmm. because you haven't resolved five things, five key things that Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about on Saturday. You haven't resolved them within yourself. And I'll give you one. I'll just give you one little. You're just going to give us a snippet. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to even break it all the way down. But one (laughs) of the reasons that you haven't been able to, and one of the things that keeps you in your brokenness and unable to heal is your unwillingness to admit that you're broke. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's no healing without pinpointing the break. Yes. There's no way that I can go to the doctor, you know, um, with a broken finger and he asked me what hurts. And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Right. And he's like, well, where's the pain? I don't know. Right. 
There's no right, way you have that to be willing pinpoint. to acknowledge it, right? You have to. He can't mm-hmm. pinpoint where the break is if you're just sitting around unwilling to tell him what hurts. Yeah. So we have to learn how to dig a little deeper. And it's more than just saying, I'm hurt. No, we need to dig deeper. I know that when I was with my, um, when I have uh, broken up with my daughter's father and mm-hmm. I was saying, you know, I'm, I'm angry, you know, I can't stand you, blah, 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 blah. I yeah. really had to sit down one day and say, well, what, what is it? What is it about yeah. the situation that you don't like? What exactly is it? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't like the fact that you don't come see your child. So then I yeah. had to ask myself, okay, Shelly, well, if he comes and sees his child, you know, five days a week and is active in her life, will that end your anger? And yeah. I had to be honest with myself and say, no, it won't. And mm-hmm. when I really began to dig and pinpoint it, the problem was he had messed up the fantasy. Mm, you know, as women, right. a lot of times we create the fantasy. Yeah. The picket fence, the wedding, the ah, and he was supposed, <laughs> to, he was supposed to be in the fantasy. Right. And so when I really dug deep to find out, why are you so mad? Yes. Yeah. Yes, the relationship ended. Yes, this happened. No, you guys are not getting along. But what's the what's the root? Mm-hmm. Where, where's the real pain? Dig right. deep to find out. And the problem was, you messed up my fantasy, man. It yeah. wasn't supposed to be me being right. a single parent. Right. It was supposed to be us. But when yeah. I came to that realization, I was able to mourn that mm-hmm. situation. But I was able to mourn it for real, because I was mourning the fact that the fantasy was never going to be the reality. Yeah. And that was the opening for healing. Right. So, right. so you know, now I ain't giving y'all nothing else. I don't, you know, <laughs> I know. Like, See? <laughs> you got to come to the conference if you want some more. But then I'm like, oh, huh, this is going to be good. <laughs> there's five keys to coming out of that brokenness so that you can truly heal. And mm-hmm. one of them is, pinpointing the real pain don't yeah. be surface right Pinpoint the real right no I agree I mean and I think that you know what you said is so right on um and a lot of times we don't give ourselves the time and we're not honest about our grief mm-hmm. exactly. right and so we kind of exactly. just try to barrel through everything and it bites us I mean it's just definitely it's, it's definitely one of those. And I think this, this particular topic, I think is going to be just, um, it's going to resonate with so many women, I think, um, because it's a hot topic, right? I mean, you're, there's, it's a difficult, sometimes complex, I mean, it's complex, it's complex, but it it doesn't have to, um, dictate your life, right? Like you can mourn it, you can get past the pain. And so I think that, you know, but you have to, you have to be willing to touch the pain and what we don't Mm -hmm. want to do. And this is all across the board that I've seen in many different situations um, that have to do with relationships. We don't want to touch the pain. We much rather jump into a new relationship. Oh yeah. So that we don't have to touch what the real issue is. That is so true. Ever heal. You'll never heal completely. You'll never even know what you need in a relationship because you won't give yourself a chance Mm -hmm. to to touch the pain that was left behind from the relationship. So you decide, I don't want to touch that pain. All right, well, I'm going to, oh yeah, well, I'll just go get me a new man and then he'll fill that void. And what Mm -hmm. you're doing is you're digging a deeper hole of self-destruction. Because right. you refuse to reflect 
in each broken relationship that, um, that you have, there's a lesson that we can bring with us. And we can decide when I see certain signs as I'm getting to know somebody, stop just jumping into relationships. And mm-hmm. how about get to know somebody for right. uh, a month? Yeah. How about get to know somebody for six weeks yep. and stop just jumping into things right. with people. Take the lessons and then see, are, you know, are you falling into some of these patterns so that you can say, well, I don't think that this is best for me right now in this mm-hmm. time of my life, but you know, you know, let's just move on from this and, and be clear. We don't want to do that. We keep piling on top and keep breaking. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right on with that. Um, I I've, I've witnessed too many women, unfortunately, trying to fill a void um, that didn't go through the process, right? The, exactly. That healing process and then repeating the same patterns. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this kind of, well, your, your panel, the panel that you're on um, is a, a, overall, it's navigating co-parenting panel, yes. but your particular topic that you're going to speak on is it's a disaster. Don't get afraid, everyone. <laughs> it's a disaster. <laughs> Three reasons why co-parenting will never work for you. Mm-hmm. Now, that title is enticing because people might be like, oh, you know, she's already saying this ain't going to work. But that's it, not it, really it, what you're saying, right? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm saying if you continue to walk in these three things, it's never going it's never going to work and i i tell people all the time i'm not telling you what nobody told me i'm not telling you what i read on a piece of paper i'm telling you what what i've done mm-hmm. in my life and right. why i know that it doesn't work and and one of the things that does not work is you making decisions and making moves through feelings instead of facts yeah when you yeah. move through feelings then you don't see things properly. When you move through feelings, then you don't hear. Because Mm -hmm. once again, I'm hurt. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. And so now every decision I make, it's not based on what's going to be beneficial towards my child. What it's based on is how it makes me feel. I feel, you know, compensated. Do I feel like this is right? Do I feel like you deserve to see your child? Do I feel so when we move in feelings instead of the facts and the fact is he ain't your man no more exactly that's the fact exactly it's over really it's it's not about you yeah it's it's not about you is we need to change our relationship from couple to the new version of our relationship which is co-parenting yes step out of yourself and we need to figure out how do we change the dynamic of the relationship? Mm-hmm. And you need to deal with your feelings on your own time at night by yourself while you listen to, to you know, Luther, let the tears share, <laughs> but do your feelings. Right. And let's yeah. work on the facts. Well, and you know, I think part of the frustration sometimes with co-parenting that comes in is that people uh, co-parent like they're still married. Right. And so, right? And so it's almost like, what was the point of separating if you're still going to, if you're still acting in that same pattern? We need to separate that. And you know why you're acting in that pattern? Because you're acting on feelings. Because yeah. when we separate from somebody, we don't stop loving them the day exactly. that we separate from them. Right. So, you know, when people be like, oh, do you still love me? Nut. We just broke up three weeks ago. Yeah. I still love you. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? Right. Exactly. But exactly. I can't operate out of that love. I have to operate with the mind of 
this, I have to give this time to Ann to heal, but because I still have to work with you, I have to move outside of the feeling part. Mm-hmm. Because when I see you, I don't know what kind of feelings will come up. That's the hardest part of the yeah. breakup and, and being parents. I have to work through the breakup while working with you. Yes. Yes. And so I have to be able to separate the feelings from the facts. Yep. And I and I can't operate in that same way. And if you continue to operate from your feeling side, if you continue to operate from you know, it's complicated. No, it's mm-hmm. not. Stop. Yeah, you are right. It, it's not that complicated because it's it's over, right? It's over. Now that yep. doesn't seem complicated to me because, right. you know, it's, it's done. Put a period yeah. and, and stop making commas. Right. And then the reality is it's, it's not about you. It's about your child, right? Exactly. So it's not about whether you, like you said, you think that they deserve or, you know, that's mm-hmm. not really, that's not the case. It's what is in your child's best what is in their best interest how not can your interest take, yeah how can we take our our strengths and put those two together so that we are raising the most healthy child yeah. and loved child who understands that they don't have to pick between us because yes. there's love within us right. how do we do that and right. that is the fact that is the fact yeah, I, I'm really excited for this panel. I think it's going to, and I, because, you know, I could not have a conference really without having a co-parenting session um, because it's, it's, a, it's a huge part of single yes. parenting, right? Um, yes. and, it's, and it's so instrumental in your child's health mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. and spiritually exactly. and your health in some ways of like, because if you're co-parenting, like you said, from the feelings aspect, you are constantly in turmoil right like you're gonna lose you're constantly angry you're constantly you know one of the um the tips that I talk about in in this ebook that hopefully will come out soon is stop bad mouthing your ex right like stop bad mouthing your children's father and I think that too often it becomes you can't separate the two Mm -hmm. and when that happens you're really you're shortchanging your child And you're Mm -hmm. shortchanging yourself too, because you don't need to be in that space anymore. You left that space. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, it didn't work out. What we have to do, and I love it because um, Iyala says it so much that you have to understand that your relationship was with your man. That has nothing to do with that child's relationship. That child is looking at their father your relationship with your man is messed up. That has nothing to do with the father and his child. You need to work out the, you know, the, the breakdown with who used to be your man, but stop putting that on who still is that child's father. The only relationship that has ended here is is your couple relationship. That's the only relationship that's ended. Don't put that on your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Shelly, I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited about this conference. I'm so excited to be able to connect with, with other women, to interact with them, to come together, to meet some more friends. I know, right? I just yes. wish that this wasn't COVID and we can all just get together, <laughs> right? Like that's, I mean, but you know, it's, it's interesting because, um, 
I was taking a walk today and as we were talking earlier, you know, and it's fall here, but the, well, now it's almost winter time basically, but um, mm-hmm. since we're in December, but the trees now, the leaves have mostly fallen off and, you know, it looks kind of barren, but it's interesting because as I was looking up, the sky was just so beautifully like blue. And I thought, you know, even in a barren season, there's beauty. And that's good right there. Yeah. You know, and like with COVID, I think um, this pandemic, which has touched the world globally, Mm -hmm. um, and and I don't want to in any way uh, downplay the seriousness or the grief that has come from it. But, you know, even in the barrenness of this season, I feel like there are things that we can look at and find the blessing in, right? Like, yes being able to have this conference, although no, we're not in person and it is a little different of a dynamic, right? The, the reach is completely different. So, yes. you know, I love that, you know, we have people that are speaking on the East coast, the West coast mm-hmm. in um, England and you know what I mean? So there's this different type of reach that I think is the blessing of meeting women yes. from all different parts of the world and, and different communities and bringing them together. And so, you know, I, I, um, yeah, I'm excited for this conference. I'm excited for all of you to speak, especially you. You're going to be great too. I'm excited. This is going to be so much fun. I love it. I know. So, um, well, tell everybody where they can find you. Yes. You can connect with me on my website, which is shellymache.com. And I'll spell that for you. It's S H E L L E Y M E C H E T T E. And, .com. and on there, you can download my free ebook, Five Daily Happy uh, Happy Happiness Habits. Or something. Wait a minute. I'm all tongue twisted. <laughs> Five Daily Happiness Habits. Jesus, have mercy. <laughs> you can download that. You got so that. much going on. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, what am I talking about? I'm like the happy. Like, wait, the what happy. did I write? What? <laughs> Girl, get it together. <laughs> daily Happiness Habits. That was a tongue twister for whatever that reason. Was. But my goodness, you can download that on my site for free because again, at the end of the day, in order for us to be our best for anyone, including our children, we have to be able to find our own happiness. And Mm -hmm. these five things that I mentioned that you can practice, you can do it daily. And so download that for free for anyone who wants to connect with me. um, Again, you can get on my website. We can connect on Instagram under my name, Shelly Mache, or even on Facebook. Great. And you also have your own individual speakers page on the conference website. So if you just get that, yes, you do. And there's a lot on there. So all (laughs) that information that Shelly just told you is actually also on there in case you don't remember, it will be in the show notes too. But if you go to her speaker page, um, you can just click on the links and you'll be brought right to her website. Um, And also her products are on the website as well as on, on this website, the conference website. So Shelly, I will see you in a couple yes. days. Yes, <laughs> yes. And the conference starts tomorrow. Yes, it starts it's, tomorrow. It's going to be to great. Yes. It's, it's going to be amazing. And I'm excited to be a part of it. And I thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to hearing the other ladies as well. Yes, thank you so much. The pleasure is mine. And I will see you on Saturday. Yes, ma'am. All right, thank you. Thank you.